0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There, you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense.
1: And this is Jacqueline Sanders-Blackman bringing you an evening episode of Technology Expresso. And we hope to talk to a good friend of ours, Jose. We haven't had him on the show in a while. And I hope if he's on the line, just press one. And we would love to open up your mic and, and we're going to be interviewing him this evening. We want to talk about the state of STEM and technology for the Latino community. So, I'm hoping that he will join me shortly, but in the meantime, I want to share a little bit with you about the organization known as LISTA. It's Latinos Information Science and Technology Association. Um, That's how when we first met, which was through a mutual event with BDPA here in Atlanta, we had the opportunity to meet Jose and have had a long uh, friendship. We run into each other a couple of times every year at various events. Let me tell you a little bit about Lisa. Um, the organization's mission is to empower Latino technology and scientific engagement, broaden awareness of the impact of Latinos, and having uh, making sure that there's a sector and representing them overall and in their interest in the digital information age. So, with that, what I'm looking to do is hopefully have Jose here join us and us have a, a conversation and a dialogue because there's a lot going on in the news, in the media that affects all minorities. So, Jose, if you are with us on the line and you can hear me, go ahead and press one and we'll make sure that your mic gets turned on and we can have a, a great conversation here. And while Jose is queuing up to, to join us here. I also want to let you know about some upcoming events and opportunities. In particular, I want to let you know about BDPA Connect. If you go to bdpaconnect.org, I'm sorry, .net, <laughs> if you go to bdpaconnect.net, there is an upcoming virtual career fair that is being co-hosted by BDPA and ProDevNet. You can go ahead and upload your resume now, and employers can start looking at it um, and queuing up the people that they are going to interview during the live career fair. They'll do it virtually via video conferencing and teleconferencing. So when you go to bdpaconnect.net, you will see that the event is in March, but the sooner you upload your resume, the more employers can look and view your resume and connect you with the job opportunities they have available. Those of you who are familiar with ProDevNet or Professional Diversity Network, it's an organization that BDPA has been partnered with for many years, and they are the ones who host the national career fair at our conferences. But now through BDPA Connect, they're offering virtual career fairs so that you don't, that you have more opportunities throughout the year to connect with employers who are looking for diverse candidates. So now, so I wanted to give you that kind of public service announcement. As we queue up, and it looks like our guest may be right here on the line, so let me open up his mic. Is that Jose?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's Jose Marquez.
1: <laughs> Hello. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm great. I'm very happy to be here, and I thank you both for having me on the air. So how are you guys Absolutely. doing
1: today? We are doing good. I'm going to start us off on this interview, and and David hopefully will be joining in with us shortly, but I know he's also listening. You know, he has that little commute that he has to do, so uh, hopefully he'll be transitioning and joining us. But in the meantime, I know you and I are going to have a great catch-up and conversation.
2: That sounds like a plan.
1: (laughs) So, you know... It's, it's, like I said, it's been a while. I went back in the archives and and pulled up one of our our first uh, episodes where we interviewed you, and so glad that we've stayed connected and looking forward to really hearing, you know, what's happened in the past year. I know we passed each other at a couple of events in 2016, but, you know, with everything that happened uh, between 2016 and 2017, it's almost a blur. But why don't you, can we step back a little bit, and first of all, actually, educate my audience a little bit and bring them up to date on what is Lista and technology or or tech Latino?
2: Well, tech Latino and Latinos and information sciences and technology association is the name of the organization since we founded it 20 years ago. So we, you know, with the times we've changed our name, um, I think that it's a great name now to have. Plus it's easier to say than Latinos in Information Sciences and Technology Association. We just said, hey, we're Tech Latino, and that pretty much sums it. It pretty much sums it up. So our organization, you know, for the last twenty years has been at the forefront of making sure that the Hispanic community and the Latino community are engaged in in the tools of technology and growing that group of people who have been so behind when it comes to broadband, when it came to having even computers, you know, where now we're over indexing at 75%, you know, of having technologies in our pocket, you know, now people are walking around with computers in their hands. So, you know, that's a great thing. But it's been, it's been quite a struggle because of the, of the lack of, let's say, it was a sink or swim thing with the Hispanic community when it came to technology. Um, when it came to the companies back in those days, they didn't care whether we did or we didn't get on because they already had our, our calling money. We, you know, we were great consumers. Our goal was to make sure that we had more people producing more people in corporate america i didn't want to be one of the few hispanics that every time i went to a uh a conference that they would take me they would parade me around and say oh this is our latino guy and you know it was fun for you know for that time but after a while it got pretty you know like number one it got lonely number, <laughs> number two what it did was it made me feel like going out there and finding more latinos because how come there's no more other Latinos there? Well there was, but they were all scattered across the country and it was far and few between. So I got very lucky to be in this industry. Um so you know, I, I I knew I had to give it back to our community to make sure that they um got as far as they could and do as much as they can. And we've come a long way. Uh where we never had anybody beyond, you know, maybe sales director. Now we have, you know, corporate managers. We have um, CEOs, CIOs, MIS directors, directors of, of, of technology, CTOs at the, at the government level where, you know, 20 years ago, they would have said, huh, you kidding me? Let, let a Latino break something in my business? Oh, my God. But guess what? They're letting us break things now. And not only are we breaking it, but we're really doing good stuff. Like, you know, Guillermo Diaz is the CIO of, of, um, of Cisco, And we also have people like um, Ralph De La Vega, Tadeo Soroyo from AT&T. We've got, you know, a, someone at Sprint called um, Marcelo Clure, who, to tell you the truth, nobody knew him. Before this organization came to play, and now he's the CEO of Sprint. So you know, you know, and like that, I could drop names galore because almost every organization and almost every person that's come through this organization has gone to further their career and build that career, um, which was very much necessary.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, and you know, kudos to your organization first of all. For the longevity, 20 years, and even being in that space and and for you having the foresight to say, look, like you said, even though we're scattered about bringing together, there's so much about, you know, bringing everyone together, having those conversations and being able to demonstrate that it's not just the exception, that, you know, that there are plenty of talent within the the community, and you know, on the heels of the movie like Hidden Figures, I think a lot of us exactly. relate because we get in circles where people say, "Well, there aren't minorities in IT," or you know, and we're like, "Here we are, you know, we're not invisible, <laughs> we're right here." And so sometimes you got to give those numbers and, like you said, do a couple of name dropping. So that people recognize, and, and it's so important for the yeah, youth. Yeah, you as know, well. I
2: I actually cried at that movie, you know, because, um, and I say it, and I say it, I don't have no shame to that. Um, I literally had I had crying. I my daughter was crying, because we saw how much we wanted to be part of this and how strong we were, and we had to work harder. We were discriminated against, and that's something that you know we didn't really think about. Because all we wanted to do was just do a good job back in those days. And, and if it happened in the 60s, it happened in the 70s, the 80s, and it continues in the 90s, and guess what? They're still doing this stuff. But now they do it in a different way. Um, something that we spoke about last time was the, the actual Gonzalez and Rodriguez rule. If, uh, if your name is Gonzalez and Rodriguez, you get circular files the moment you get that application. So some of these organizations are trying to do a good job, the Intels, the, uh, the Facebooks, the Twitters. They're trying to do these – they're trying to get more of us in. But the thing is, is that they're going about it in the wrong way. They think that they know diversity and inclusion, but they what they know is technology. And they're putting technology into the mindset of let's grow this ourselves and what's going on is that there, there are times that you say to yourself, well, that's a great idea, but why reinvent the wheel when you have organizations like BDPA, Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, MIES, um, Mexican-American Society of, of uh, Professionals, they call themselves now um, technology professionals, they call themselves now, I think, uh, experts in STEM or something like that. Um, but these organizations have been doing this for years.
1: You know, you know,
2: why not engage those organizations and bring it to light? And, and, you know, some of them are and some of them aren't. Very few of them are doing what we feel are going to be able to make. Here's the deal. With everything that's going on with Donald Trump right now, we are losing technologists that have come to the United States through the, um, the visa program. So what's happening even at the bigger level is companies like Google, they're losing people by the hundreds, going back to India, going back to China. So what's going to happen to our corporates that are technologically driven? We're going to have either we're going to have people that are going to be able to sit in those spaces and the hiring has to change at tech companies, or you know, a lot of these tech companies are going to hit the, you know, hit hit rock bottom because you know they don't, have, we don't have enough technology professionals in the United States to be able to cover that. So, and then hold, well, and don't forget, the baby boomers are retiring. That's another twenty thousand jobs that are, we're losing for the next ten years. You know, every week 20,000 people retire in the United States. Who are going to fill those seats? Who are going to fill and get those opportunities if it isn't the youngest or the youngest and the second youngest communities in the country, which is the African-American and the Latino communities? So we have to, we have to engage because guess what? The government's not going to do it for us. You know, right now, the way I'm seeing things, I'm seeing things very dismal. I'm trying to be a good trooper. I'm trying to to be positive. But the more I see of the way they are treating everybody, do you know that there's not one Latino in the cabinet? This has not happened to me mm. in the Baines Johnson's time. Yeah. Now, you tell yeah. me, if there's no one at the top talking about what our problems are, guess what? No one's going to talk about it. So we have no Latinos in the cabinet. We have very few Latinos in Congress. We got very few Latinos in state state uh, legislation. We got very few Hispanic mayors and governors, if, if any. I mean, we got maybe one Hispanic mayor, I think, and one Hispanic governor in in, uh, in Albuquerque, in New Mexico. But think about that. If there's nobody at the top talking about our problems, who's going to talk about it? Me? Who's going to listen? To so, so, so that's where we're at right now, in a bad situation, and we need to make sure that our community does not fall behind. Because if it's up to everybody else, what we need to do is make sure that everybody that's coming out of the military, everybody that's coming, you know, out of, you know, who's, who's, worked, who's not working or who's got a mis- dismal job, that they get trained that they turn into Java programmers and .NET programmers. So that way they could come in at a fifty, forty dollars 40000 job, you know, because what we need to do is take these blue-collar workers and turn them into new-collar workers because guess what? Those <laughs> jobs that you were doing to 10, 15 years ago, they're not coming back. Donald Trump right. lied straight up and down. Oh, yeah, we're going to bring back all these jobs. Look, we don't manufacture. We don't do it. We do technology in this country. And unless everybody gets on board, we're going to be falling behind. So I refuse to let the Hispanic community, you know, there's 53 million of us, 54 million of us. I ain't going to let that happen. By no way, shape, or form, I'm going to try to educate as many as I can and make sure that they know what they need to be, where they need to be in order to make great decisions for themselves. And this is exactly. not just for the Latino community. This is for the African-American community. This is for whoever. I mean, we will take whatever, whoever comes to my training center. You want to learn how to do .NET and Java? I will hire you on the spot and put you those take training, and then we'll find you some work.
1: Exactly.
2: Because that's what exactly. we need. We all need work.
1: And, and you know the the interesting thing you know that it, it is it's it's a little bit frustrating and scary and nerve wracking uh, probably the the last you know sixty days or so um, and and on all of the minority communities you know now we have a common thread no matter now no matter what um, and so one of the things and and you kind of set this as well is that. You know, we could take a pause, too, and look and say, okay, well, this is the opportunity that make sure, like you said, you have the education and the skill set, and then there's going to come a point where these companies realize that I need that skill set. I don't care what color, you know, it, it it is because, you know, a good programmer, a good developer, a good, you know, project manager or business analyst or architect, whatever it is, if you've got that latest and greatest skill, and we already, you know, I, I chuckled a little bit because they've already been quoting that we've got about four hundred thousand jobs open in the IT industry and in, in STEM in general. And you know, I, you know, Intel announced that they were going to bring some jobs uh, to the U.S., and I was like, okay, well, add it to the stack because we still, you know, in IT, it's a little bit different in other industries, and you kind of pointed this out. You know, we talked about bringing jobs back to the U.S. The jobs that that are going to be needed are the ones that are going to keep all of these um, machines that we've created and technology that we've created and become dependent on. That's the type of jobs that are going to come back. It's not going to come back in the form of, opening up those, those factories, like you said. So, you know, there's, there's really
2: yes. a, a way of 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 to call it. Just, you just mentioned something that's really, really huge. We were talking the other day, we had a, um, a meeting at the, there's a uh, high tech training um, facility that's happening here and all the other high tech jobs that are coming. You know, the, the the Georgia Development Group is doing a great job. They're bringing in businesses, NEC and, you know, Kia and Porsche. Pretty soon, all those those companies are going to be, I mean, if you see Kia, you can eat off the floor. It's so clean. So you got to really get into that there's going to be different forms of technology that are going to be, you know, we're going to need to start to shape our community in. And and these, these jobs keep coming to Atlanta where there's 20,000, maybe 30,000 jobs that will be here in the next year. I don't know if we're prepared for it. You know, we're, they're talking about pipeline, but pipeline can be three years, two years. What's going to happen in the meantime? In the meantime, they're going to bring in people from other countries, from other places who are here legally to be able to work in a in a in a right to work state, so you know I'm very blessed that I'm sitting in this ta- in this uh, committee, the governor's committee that is making these things happen, and they're looking for for people with ideas that can come and and um, and and talk to them because they're pretty much they got their hands up in the air too. What do we do? And and that's the thing is that we have to educate our community. We have to get those. We used to have such a great system in public schools when public schools, and look, there's people that are going to go to college and there's people who are going to go into trades. And if they don't want to go to college, well, then give them an opportunity to go into a school that'll give you a oh, printing, mechanics. You know, in New York, we had aviation, right, which was for, 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 flying and some mechanics were flying. And kids were going to aviation. To get into aviation, you had to be smart. Bronx Science, you know, another school, which in order to get into that school, you had to be super smart. But there were kids coming in in there, Hispanic kids and African-American kids that were going to these schools, you know, because not everybody's cut to go to college. So let's, let's, let's say you know how to program I know programmers that have never gone to college that are making more than $150,000 a year. And guess what? They're happy. So so why don't we just adopt that form again? And we mentioned it again. I said, I you know, there was a time when, when people wanted to be printers. You know, we don't need printers anymore like before. You know, I mean, there's still big former printers, the ones that do the signs and all that other great stuff. But printers you know, there was printing in New York, there was, you know, just the, the science courses, you know. It, it was it was really very, very focused on the trades. You know, you wanted to be a newspaper publisher. Guess what? You went to school for publishing. You wanted to dance. You went to school for dancing, acting and all that. And you've seen the show fame. That wasn't a that wasn't no no script that came out of uh out of New York. That's a real school on 46th Street that used to exist there. But when the, I don't know, the geniuses who were running our country said, well, we're not going to have any more trade schools and put everybody on that road, then what happened to those, those, those kids that didn't necessarily want to go to school? So we believe that the best thing, we, like President Obama said, we don't care where the person comes from whether they come from MIT or they come from DeVry or General Assembly. As long as they know how to code and we can get them a job, that's the most important thing. But they're the best of the best. Exactly. And some of these kids are coming exactly. out there with some serious skills.
1: Exactly. And, and, and you know, along that, that line, like you said, it's the whole mindset. And sometimes, you know, um, our our communities can be slow to make that shift and Unfortunately, you know, the way technology is, and, and now you know with the, the recent things that have happened with the election and that type of thing, people are going to have to you know kind of put some pep in their steps because things are changing every day. I mean, you know you, you can just tell by the the news reports. And you know one of the things is understanding and realizing that that traditional route, or there being, like you said, the uh, trade school. Is long gone, but what has replaced it, and this may sound, you know, uh, watered down, but Yahoo and Google, there's so much information, like you said, people are self, you know, teaching themselves, and when you have the skills and and can show your portfolio of work, and even in some cases, hang up your sign and become a freelancer and do the work, then people can't deny good work, good code, you know, code that's resulting in solutions, They'll eat you up. And so, you know, that's what's, what's really interesting is um, now looking maybe for some of those unconventional, um, you know, we're, we're disrupting education the way it, it was. And, and away it's a way is the good thing, but do you think that the community is quite understanding that there's more power and information available and a lot of it is even from a starting position that they're just not aware of. Is, is, that, is part of that message not getting to the right people? Yeah,
2: I, I agree with that. That's totally some of the problem that we have is is that most of these um, opportunities and, you know, are buried in books, you know, and, and according to Conrad, uh uh, Cornell West, they say they bury things in books in order for us not to, re- to read them because we don't really, really read. Um, we need to start to read more. We need to start to to, to read the newspaper. You know, we need to get away from, from being on our phones all day where they're feeding us news that is totally, you know, may not be the most truest of the truth. I mean, you know, now we've we got alternative facts, you know, <laughs> So I I think that what we have to do is we have to to be able to find the information and bring it to our community. I mean what you guys do is crucial because listen if it wasn't for organizations like yours and and there would be nothing being done on the radio about technology and things like that. So we need to make sure that more like you are happening. That are getting that 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 information out to our communities because our communities are starving for information. The information that they're being fed, you know, Channel Forty Seven, Channel, you know, Telemundo and Univision. Really, you know, you can't really get anything, you know, of value. Now I take that back though because Univision just recently has been doing a lot of work to educate the students. And they came up with a 3D platform. Um, actually, it's a virtual reality. You put it on, and it's talking about everything that's happening. So they shot nine different movies talking about the issues at hand uh, with, with the um, immigration issue. And it's mm-hmm. on, you know, you can go to Univision online, download it to your, to your phone, and then watch it in virtual reality. And actually feel yourself in that. So, so there are companies that are trying to do the right thing and trying to, you know, drive people into new, newer technologies and adopting different ways. The thing is, again, it's a matter of the people that are in power to really want to get us that information. And honestly, they'll give us what we need as much as we can, but they won't tell, tell us everything.
1: You know exactly exactly and and you know when when you know organizations do put forth the effort like you said to to provide these type of programs um and 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 I think hidden figures once again is is a great example where the community came out and supported the film and showed that you know everything doesn't just have to be you know there's just light entertainment, so to speak, that we can yeah. you know touch upon some meaty historical. Topics that you know that had been hidden, and and yet people ate that movie up. And um, that's the thing that when those type of opportunities do come up, we have to, in a way, vote by viewing and buying and supporting and and being there day one and saying, "Yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Yes, we will spend our dollars um, to support this type of quality programming." And and you know, I think. I I hope, you know, and that's one of the bright spots, I would say, of 2017, that the trend with hidden figures, just to see that keep going and and that spark, you know, that awakening. And and that, you know, is is so important. I I know something that you've probably been preaching over the the 20 years, but if people don't see examples and and people that look like them, so much gets lost in, in generations. And so it's like been a huge awakening or, you know, I, I can see it in the, the young people, um, boys and girls, that, yeah, we were there. Not only were we there, and we can be there again, you know, um, and, and, you know, we are a major contributor. So, I, I you know, Hidden Figures has done so much, and, and I really want to keep that momentum. And as you said, you you really felt that movie as well. Oh
2: no, absolutely, and there, and there are other movies such as Spare Parts and, and 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 but the thing you're right. I mean, we we actually was talking to to the committee about what we should do. You know, we've got all these films coming in and all these major actors that our kids look up to, like the guys, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and some of the guys from Marvel. They're coming in here shooting in our communities, and they're not leaving anything except money. Um, why don't we ask these guys to make public service announcements? Why don't we, why doesn't Georgia ask them to to shoot something and show more technology in it? Because we've got that power. We've got the power yeah. to tell them, Hey, look, we want We want you guys to not only, you know, it's great to have this shoot them up and, and everything, but you know, if we've got companies like, um, I mean, Vin Diesel was right down the block from me in my office. You say to yourself, okay, why are these guys not being asked to be um, spokesmen for technology and telling these young people, hey, here it is. This is this is where you guys look. Case in point. Do you know that LeBron James, um, the other young man from from uh, California, shooter? um that this kid is unbelievable. I forgot his name right now. But do you know that Mark Zuckerberg made more money than LeBron James for the last 10 years? Wow. <laughs> nobody oh nobody knows that. You right. Know, Stephen Curry combined okay? So if if basketball and and um And football is so sexy. Why don't we make technology sexy where anyone who has two fingers in front of them can sit down at a computer and learn how to use a computer as a producer instead of a consumer. We can't be digitally picking all day long. You know? I mean... That's, that's the truth. I mean, that's really the truth. We need to make sure we send clear messages to the Latino community and the African community as far as when it comes to technology, that we are in it and we can really do this job probably better. Because if you notice, everything that we do, we do better. We have a better ethic. Mm-hmm. We don't leave at 5 o'clock. We, we, we leave when the job is done.
1: Exactly. No, I uh, totally, totally agree. And, you know, just going back around again, you created, Lista, and I know that you guys have uh, over the years continued to put forth this agenda, and I think that, you know, there's, there's a sense of urgency in 2017. So why don't we talk about the 2017 and, and some of the, the programs and, and some of the things that you all are going to be doing So that, and to kind of convey to the audience, okay, how do they connect? If you're already in technology, um, how do you help and contribute and be a part of the solution and the change? And if not, and they're hearing this and something in them um, inspires them, and they need to get themselves in a place where they can get to these resources, how do they they connect and and in what way do they connect with your organization?
2: Well, what we got to do first is, is, is. Come together. We need to meet each other. We need to start to come to meetings together. Uh, April 22nd? No, I'm sorry. April 25th and 26th, we'll be holding a career fair in at the gathering spot downtown, right across the street from Georgia Tech, um, to be able to bring awareness, first of all, and second of all, find some people some jobs. You know. So if you're out there and you're a tech and you know how to write code or you are cybersecurity or you're, you know, anything in technology, you know, come in and meet the the companies that are going to be there. You know, we're going to have companies such as AT&T, Verizon. We will have Prudential's tech team out there looking for for employees. They're looking for employees all across the country. Um, And if they don't have work in Atlanta, well, hey, man, it's time to to get out of your comfort zone and and go find a job somewhere else in a different city. You never know what horizons may happen. So, so yeah, I mean, we have our, our career fair going on. We also have a a great bunch of speakers coming in. We have our emerging technology leadership summit the day after where we will have a CEO, CIO um, panel talking about technology trends, where to concentrate our studies We'll also have a um, workshop on the polls. You know, one of the things that that happened while we were were all a, in this whole um, election process that we were believing the polls. Where where did the polls fail us? Because the polls failed us. Oh, it's, oh man, the poll says that you know. Bernie's going to win or Hillary's going to win. No, oh, forget about Donald Trump. Nobody really – Donald Trump's like, look at where we're at. Right. So we're going to find out from some of the people that I have that are posters, they're going to come in and they're going to talk to us about where we went wrong and what we need to do to not make sure that that doesn't happen again. Um, Absolutely. Then we have um, from 5G – we're going to be talking about five G. We're going to be talking about cybersecurity. We're going to be talking about how to brand yourself, uh, how to use you know Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn for for opportunities in your for yourself as a as a business and as a personal person uh, looking for opportunity. Um, so we're it's going to be a, a, quite an event, and it's going to be you know there it's. You know, we spend so much money on other things that are completely uh, not, other than dinner, you know, that are not necessary. We got the latest phones. We got the latest this. We got the latest gadget. But we only invest in ourselves. And investing in yourself is probably the most important piece of the puzzle. We need to start to invest in ourselves, going and taking training and spending the money that we would – Take workshops, you know, learn, find out what's, what's the latest and greatest, and then go out and learn somewhere so that that way you can be prepared for these opportunities that are coming
1: your way. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the the, the other part to this, because there's many facets, of course, is is that it's sometimes tricky for parents who aren't, technical and, and, you know, born mm-hmm. in the era. Mm-hmm. You know, we say now this new, you know, XYZ generation, they're born with um, tablets in their hand. you The, the tablet right, is a new right. babysitter. I see it all the time at the they, market. They, they, um, and, and but digital, you have parents they and we're saying nowadays, the The
2: kids nowadays are digital uh, natives. Well, we are still digital immigrants.
1: right. Right. And then, you know, you talk to parents and you're trying to get them to steer the kids towards STEM and and they need Mm -hmm. to even be educated. So there's kind of like a parent STEM 101 class to get them in there. And and that's some of what, like you said, we try to do with Technology Expresso is if you just, you know, just dial in and just pick up a a term here or there or a concept here or there and just get find out the date and the place that these events are and the more you listen and not be intimidated that you know everybody thinks that every geek and every nerd was born that way, no, we picked up and learned and and you know we're it immersed ourselves into it, but it just getting there and and not being avoiding it or shying away from it, you know, get the exposure so that at least you're getting the kids there and making sure that they're being exposed and and getting mentors and and so on and so forth. So, you know, there's a whole conversation with parenting about getting the kids ready for, you know, a future that these parents can't even necessarily conceive, you know, from from the time of how they grew up. So I think that there's there's a big agenda there even with, Parents There's a huge agenda
2: too. there. That's another thing that we brought up the other day at, at the committee hearing uh, meeting that we had was, hey, look, we have to talk to the parents. We, you know, you're talking about pipeline. You don't got no pipeline without that mother, you know, because the mother's mm-hmm. the one that we have to I- instruct and tell her, hey, look, this is going to be great for your kid because that, that's all mothers want. I sat down with a mother today. That lady was like, all I want is my son to succeed. What do you recommend? You know what he should. Where should he be studying? What should he be doing? You know he needs to get around people like us, and he and you need to get around people like us because you never know. This might be a second career for you, mom. You know this might be something that that you never even thought about doing. But you you know how to you, you learn how to code, and guess what? You learn how to do Ruby on Rails, and now you know how to design websites and. Uh, oh, wow, I could do websites for the people in my community. And 50, 60 of, uh, websites later, <laughs> you have a business. So I've seen, I've seen that happen to so many people that they never even thought that they would have a business in technology, especially women. Women right now are even, you know, if the United States numbers are real and the companies that from Silicon Valley's numbers are real, then 4% of the population is in technology, and for, that's the Hispanic community.
1: Okay. Mm. And
2: then if we look at women, it's even less. And if we're looking at our positions of, of leadership, leadership positions, that's less than even women in, in, uh, in technology. And you know, I, I think that you know, there's there's a lot of women out there that I know that could do phenomenally as 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 program managers and and so on and so forth. Today, today I I met a new director of program uh, program management at what is the name of the company? Oh, at uh, Skype. Okay. Okay. Real wow. interesting. This young lady, pff, smart as a whip. Okay, and and but she's telling me, Jose, I don't know if I'm going. I'm gonna go. I can go any higher in my business in this company. Mm-hmm. I said, No, 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 stay there. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> because we need to have someone
2: here. But um, but she's saying that she's looking for something new because the company doesn't higher from within. There's most of the stuff from outside, and that's not good either. So exactly. that's a, that's another situation that we have to figure out. But, you know, little by little, we're learning. We're picking up more. And we're trying to get more people to understand that this is where we need to be.
1: Absolutely. You know, because there, there, even, again, 10, 20 years ago, there was the vision that technology and i and I still believe that technology stem could help level the playing field. It was about you having the the right skill set and especially when mm-hmm. like I said you have open positions and and companies just need the the skills um, so the, and and that's one of the the things and so I think we're right i think twenty seventeen i'm'm I'm, in one way yes we're starting it out and there's a lot of kind of frustration and, and, you know, it's something that is very unsettling. But at the same time, I've always been the type that, you know, we come from cultures that we're not victims, we're survivors. So we exactly. are the ones that can make something out of nothing, no matter how bad it gets, you know. Um, and so that's what we've got to shake off, because I think we're a little bit in a stupor <laughs> because of what happened. Like you said, the polls that uh, let us down one way, and so we've got to shake it off, and then really kind of say, okay, how are we going to pull ourselves up? Because we've pull ourselves up from a lot of other things. We, we, we got to, we got to sure. get up.
2: You're you're 100 right. We have to get up from where we're at, <laughs> dust ourselves off, and get ready for the next fight. Because this can't stop. Yeah. We can, we just can't stop right now. We have to get up and get. You know, we have to because it's going to affect us all if it's up to to um to our friends in DC we are um we're like you know on the menu we're like dessert mm. you know by the time we get to the plate everybody's full and they say oh i can't take no more <laughs> Right. So what happens to us? Exactly. Nobody. Else, we'll take it home in a little box and we'll put it in the refrigerator. And guess what happens? We never eat it.
1: Right. Gets forgotten. Exactly. Yeah. And that, exactly. And that's where we're at.
2: So we need to we need to take action ourselves. We cannot wait for anybody. None of these politicians are going to do anything for us. They're having all these town meetings and they're telling them. Hey, you got to resist, but nobody, everybody's telling you to resist. Nobody's saying how, you know, how do we resist? What do we have to do? Because we sure can't, you know, demonstrate, okay, we're doing all these marches. What are the marches going to do?
1: Yeah.
2: Other than show that, you know, we're upset. But if we're upset, what are we doing to fix it? What can we do? How do we battle this evil that we're having in in, in uh, how do we stop this? You know, but the only way you're going to stop it is with money. Because you're going to have to back somebody who's going to run for that position, you know, whether it's $25 or $100 or $500. You're going to have to back someone. You're going to get involved. You need to take training in how to run, how to be a politician. You know a lot of us say oh a lot of techs say oh I don't want to be a politician well Senator Warner one of the best techs in the country at one point now is a, is a states is a senator out of uh, Virginia so you know and, and Warner was doing things back there with with when uh, um, the people from AOL was working Warner was part of that team so you right. gotta say okay so what do we do how do we do it? Well, we got to get trained. There's a website right now called Demo- Democracy Now that's going to start doing trainings on online training on how to become a state representative, community board activist, be part of the school boards. Because guess what? The boss doesn't have our best interests in mind. The, the, those people only want to take the money away from the poor people that have it. The little bit that we have, they want to take it. So we need to make sure that we're in those school boards, that we're in those community boards, that we run for commissioners, that we run for governor, mayor, whatever, you know, public service commission, okay, making all sorts of, 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 uh, uh, you know, doing so much harm to our country. And they and they are right. always saying they're going to make America great again. But you know, if you look at uh, at our public service commissioners here in Atlanta, you'll see none that look like me or talk like me.
0: Mhm.
2: Mhm. Right. So we we need to. And, and need you know, I I but often
1: say when I hear from the inside when I right exactly because when I hear people say "make it great again." I'm thinking make it great again for who? It's never been great for everyone. Let's make it great for everyone. So it's exactly. not about going back. Exactly. It's like a new day where it's great for everyone and not just for a few or singling out or pitting us against each other. And that's what happens when, when you just have scraps. We, we start fighting each other over the scraps. And we've got to recognize that, not to be played like that again, because history will show That's the well, so way we,
2: we get played. That's the way we get played. Yeah. You're 100% right on that. So, you know, so it, you it's know, a, up I, to us to change this game, okay? We want to change this game, then we have to get in, in the mix. We have to get our hands dirty. We need to go knock on some doors. We need to start, you know, not only using our social media that we have, to be able to engage and and resist through social media, guess what? Someone's looking. You know, there, there's a whole new group of people that are right now starting to form. Um, uh, that that's a resistance against what's going on in Washington right now, and it's becoming a, it's a grass grassroots effort. This is not something that was planned. It's just happening, and it's happening on an everyday basis. And we need to get involved with that. We Absolutely. need to make sure
0: Absolutely.
2: that we're involved. We need to be in it. The only way we're going win is if we're in, and if that's not, you know, it's through politics. So we have to change the game. We have to have more that's representatives. Right. It's a shame. It's a shame that uh, that that Atlanta, which is so, you know, diverse. Who knows how many uh, state representatives we have, and we have. One, two Hispanics. Mm. Two Hispanic state reps. Really? What kind of measures are they going to take for us? What can they do? How can they fight uh, uh, a tidal wave that's coming at you? Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: So the only way that we can fight back is by that next generation standing up. And saying, I'm not going to take this no more, and I'm going to go through it, and I'm going to, you know, take care of this, because it's easy to say, oh, well, it happened because, you know, the polls let us down, or, no, 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 what let us down was the people. Yeah. We let ourselves down. So we need to exactly. make sure that we let our, bring ourselves up again. And that's off the topic of, of technology, folks, okay? I mean, we're not we're not talking about that, but we are talking about empowering ourselves, whether it's through technology or through politics or whatever. but we need to stand up and say, "Hey, because if we don't stand up for anything, we're gonna fall for everything and we may have come in different boats, but we're in the same boat now
1: that's true that is so true and, and, and you know a lot of it does I think that this is a conversation. Um, you know, whatever your platform is, it, it eventually circles back around to what, what we just said: is you've got, we've got to shake ourselves off, we've got to empower ourselves. You know, technology is empowering us in ways. I mean, imagine what they accomplished even with the civil rights here in the United States without the internet and without Twitter and without. So now, imagine what we have in our hands. And, and you know, I can see. If they put out a tweet about Beyonce, I see how the numbers, you know, go up about what she wore, what she's saying, how she's saying it. I didn't even watch the show. And I know everything, every missed note that she had, you know, I know all of that. But then we need to use this tool for something else, you know. It's not just about complaining about what happened. It's like you said, we got to get geared up for the next fight. That, that, you know, we see what can happen when we get complacent you stay complacent in the next 4 years and there'll be no one else to put on the ticket in 4 more years so you know this and time, if, if, if this we have time
2: now's when we have to now's when we have to get ready now's when we have to educate ourselves Now is when we have to because we need to get it done now because if not we're not going to do it in 4 years
0: right so if we
2: don't get it done now where are we going to be So it really does, it really does, it really is up to us. You know, our numbers are bigger. Our numbers are, you know, um, there. I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to lie. Our numbers are, we got 53 million on one side and we have 54 million in the other. And those together, you know, we got to get over these petty differences. You know, when I hear someone tell me, oh, I didn't go Jose because I'm not Latino said, so what? You don't want to learn from other people? You want to learn from African Americans. You want to diversify your network and if you don't diversify your network, you'll be stuck in the same place with the same people forever. You have to diversify your network. You need to come to a a Hispanic event because guess what? All of us speak English. We may not speak it the best, but we speak
1: English. (laughs) All of us do.
2: Even the ones that tell you they don't, they do. It's a defense mechanism. We can do that. <laughs> so we have, to, we have to be able to say, hey, I'm going to put away these, you know, the problem, one of the problems that I see in Atlanta is our problem of self-segregation.
0: Mm-hmm. We will
2: put ourselves in places. We will not go here because, oh, over there. Black guys wouldn't go there Because the Spanish guys are there Forget that Be like okay. New York New York City Everybody's together We're all the same people We're all on that same island And that's it We have to think that same <laughs> way here Okay we're in the same perimeter Let's get busy Let's meet each other Let's collaborate with each other Because at the end of the day I don't care what you look like On the other side of the screen all I care is that you can get the job done
1: that's it right. and if you can get the job Absolutely.
2: done, we're gonna be in a great in a great place because then everybody's gonna eat and at the end of the day, all of this is economics because it's it's about economics it's about how much we're making it's about how how we're living a cost of life all of that is 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 all put into that place. We need, we need to come together as a community. Black and brown has to come together. Hey man, we're the same. We just got yeah. a little accent. You
1: know when <laughs> when,
2: when, I, when I when I sat down with someone a couple of weeks, months ago to talk about you know he goes, Well Jose, you're Hispanic. You don't know the the struggle that African Americans went through. And I and I smiled at him. I said, but wait, there was a million five, 1.5 million Hispanics taken from, I mean, excuse me, 1.5 million Africans taken from Africa to South America, Caribbean. Yeah. How many were the slaves that came to the United States? I don't know, Jose. Well, it was 500,000. So if you don't think that we struggled as a nation, then you need to start to do some reading because that's the problem. They don't give us information so that we can read. Look how long it took for hidden curves to come out, hidden figures exactly. to come out. And that's the problem. The stories are being told by other people. No one, We're not telling the stories. We're not telling the stories. We don't know the stories, and then we don't want to know about the stories because hey, what does that really matter to me right now? But i tell you Absolutely.
1: this.
2: If you find out a little bit more about yourself, you'll see that we're still all coming from the same region in Africa. And the Afro-Latinos are just as black as we are. Right. And they, and they exactly. feel that. And that's what we need to... You know, we have to get, you know, um, nationalistic about our blackness. Yes. Yeah. You know, we have to get I to agree. a point where where people are saying, oh, I'm black, and I'm Latino, and I'm this, and we're all the same people at the end of the day. You know, we all bleed the same color, but we need to come together as a people to fight the evils that come against us. You know? That's why you'll see me say, quote, Jesse Jackson, you'll hear me quote Martin Luther King, because for me, those were the guys that were fighting on the front lines. And for all of this to happen like it's happening now, Martin Luther King has to be, you know, turning in his freaking grave. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Is this
2: why I sacrificed my life? I could have had a wonderful life. He would have been 80-something years old right now. He didn't need this. (laughs) We've let him down. We let him down. We let Obama down. We let all of us down. But we have to get ourselves up again and take charge. Because this is Custard's last stand. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There definitely has to be be a sense of urgency. And speaking of a sense of urgency, we have talked our 60 minutes, which only means we have to have you back so that we can continue, not just the dialogue, but talk about what's next and how, and checking in with our audience to see what have you done. Don't go back to sleep. You know, I love the, the hashtag, stay woke. This is stay a rude awakening, and we need to take heed. And I want to say, we uh, love having my... you on the show, and that's why. Go go ahead.
2: Let everybody know that, you know, that the website is up uh, to go to techlatino.org. Um, if they want training to ask for it, let us know. Where, like I said, we have a program where we're going to be, Giving training free of charge. You only got to be dedicated eight weeks, and in those eight weeks, we're going to teach you how to do .NET, and we're going to teach you how to do Java. An entry-level position where you can come in at 40k a year. So, and after that, you know, after a year with us, then you guys are on your own, and you could get any job you want. (laughs) But uh, like I said. (laughs) It's about, it's about training our community, and it's like, again, I say it, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, or Puerto Rican. For us, it is the matter of training that community, our community, the community of this Georgia, to be able to excel and get some of these jobs that are coming anyway. So they're either, either you're going to get it or someone else is going to get it. So visit org and drop me a note you know hey Jose I heard you on the blog and I wanna attend the conference I wanna come to the trainings the trainings start in March and and the conference is in April so and the job fair is April 25th so if you're looking for a job right now anywhere please Come, come, and you know, we'll have Tech Expresso there and they can interview you and, you know, talk to you about absolutely. what you're doing in your life because I think it's something that we need to hear that next generation, what they're talking about.
1: Yes, absolutely. We would be thrilled to. And you know what? In our last minute, David was able to, to jump on. So, David, I'll open up your mic just if you want to say hi, and bye to, to Jose on this last uh, few minutes of our segment.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jose, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And, uh, just in the few minutes that I was able to come on, uh, it it really touched me, uh, the points that you made and you are so true. This is Custer's last fan. I like the way you (laughs) phrase that. And, And I also like to say that, um, the world doesn't change unless you force it to. And the events that have occurred the last quarter of 2016 is that force. And it's a negative force. And in spite of, the, in spite of some of the negativity that has trickled down from it, it has caused us to stand up and us people of color to unite and uh, and of course when i say people of color I'm, I'm speaking about everyone that's everyone um everyone that has a heart to stand up and unite and galvanize uh this approach and uh, the unity that's needed in this world it's i've seen such a coming together of cultures in in the face of this challenge i will call it and um and and, it's, and and we just need to take advantage of this opportunity and keep moving forward i'm at the website techlatino.org right now it's a beautiful website still and I, and i see that i had liked it years ago and my like is still there along with Wayne and uh and uh, and, and Perry. From the DC chapter, and we all took a picture at the last national that was here. That's
2: right. So that
1: that's,
2: was right. Our, that's right. Uh, that's right. I, that, that's going yeah. on. That's going on. That throwback Thursday. I'm going to throw that back. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> knows, <laughs> you know. But if it wasn't for an organization and people like Wayne and Perry, you know, I don't know if I would have ever said, "Hey, look, I'm going to do this," because they're the ones who said, "Hey, Jose, your people are just as in a bad situation as our people. We need to stand up together." and God bless God bless Wayne Hicks every day. God bless uh all Earl and all of those guys who thought about it way before us you know we We're just standing on shoulders of giants and and we need to continue to make sure that our communities don't fall behind
0: absolutely well we're we're glad uh to be partnered. With you in this movement And to individuals Like yourself and your organization Lista, L-I-S-T-A Everyone, um, we will keep The message alive for everyone
1: Absolutely Thanks a lot and, and And again It's our pleasure opening up our mic We went a little bit of overtime but it was well worth it. We definitely will have you back. We look forward to collaborating with you, so we'll be talking about that real soon. So everyone just stay tuned, and um, we're here. And if you need more information about anything you heard about our guest tonight, just send us an email, and we'll get you connected with Jose and his organization. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jose, again. Um, And just looking forward to some future collaborations.
0: Yes, thank
2: Look you, and have a, a good night. <laughs> no